All right. We're going to talk about Abraham. Before we do, though, I think we should talk about the high part of of Highball. Oh, yeah. You're right. So uh, we did some dabs. We did. I don't even know what any of it was. There was. <laughs> There's two strains. Okay. There was Afgu and Cherry Kush, which was one. Okay. And trying really hard to remember what the other one was. <laughs> I just looked at it, so I would remember this. It was Dosey Dose. Okay. Which is an indica. Where did you get that weed from? Buddy. Nice. B U D E E. Sweet. E E. Two E's, not three. Did that? <laughs> did they? Do they deliver? Yes. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah. And the the delivery woman that I've had twice has been super nice. Nice. Marin, homies. Yeah. Check it out. I think they're uh, around the bay as well. I'm not sure how far they go. Bay Area homies. Mm -hmm. Get into it. Get there. Oh, and I got a new pipe. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It is. It's cool. It's a grav pipe, but I don't remember what it is. It's got some black. Yeah. It looks really cool. And we love it. Yeah. We love all. (laughs) We love all the pipes. All of them. I love the UFO pipe. It's pretty yeah. cute. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking cute. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we're gonna do more Abraham. Great. Next time. Um, oh, it's a two-parter. Oh, it'll be a two-parter. Okay. But we're gonna get to Lot, your favorite guy, Todd. <laughs> Alicia mentioned Lot the other night, and I forgot what his name was. You're, you're referring. Is it Todd? <laughs> no, not a Bible name. <laughs> Todd is not. Not a biblical name. Not, I learned. No, it's not. Not that I know of. <laughs> so we're going to get to a lot today. <laughs> he is a fun, fun, just little splash of color. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I did want to make a couple notes from last time, just to refresh our memories, because it's relevant to today. Okay. Noah's sons. Ham. Yeah, I remember Ham. Shem. Shem. And Japheth. Japheth, that was my favorite one. Japheth. Japheth is going to be the name of my first child. <laughs> Come on, Japheth. <laughs> remember how Ham, <laughs> that one son, was the one who saw Noah, his father, naked. He went and told the other brothers. Yes. And Noah was pissed off about it. Yes. So I think the way I read it last week was that Noah then cursed Ham mm-hmm. and was like, fuck you yeah. for doing that. Yeah. He he didn't. He specifically cursed Ham's son. Oh. For what Ham did. He, di- who did, his son Canaan didn't do anything wrong. He just was his son but noah basically said that he wanted this kid canaan to be a servant to his uncle shem and japheth he was like fuck you you ought to just be a servant and i was like whoa noah's fucked up or little hamlet (laughs) i hate you ham jr (laughs) Hamlet. So yeah, that was at the end of Genesis chapter 9, if you're curious what that's about. But yeah, what the fuck? Noah, just curse his grandson for no reason. 
Very interesting. Anyway, moving on to Abraham. Uh, in Genesis chapter 10, there's some more genealogy. Um, we learn that from Noah's sons, and I did want to remind you that their wives were on the ark with them. Right. Which I don't, I don't think we we covered in, in the Yeah, I think I couldn't clear. remember. So they were there. They were there. There was a little bit less incest. Yeah. But I mean, since everybody came from Adam and Eve, it's right. all incest anyway. And then if everybody's coming from Noah, right. if it wasn't them having sex with their siblings, it's them having sex with all their cousins. So... Yeah, I mean, I still think cousins is better than siblings, but... Yeah, it's... true. It's a little farther away. <laughs> Hi, cat. <laughs> One of my cats that never loves me just jumped on my lap. I didn't even think about the fact that... He never loves me, and right now, give when him, when we're recording, love. is when he wants attention. <laughs> of course. Anyway, so chapter 10, verse 5, says that from Japheth, <laughs> Noah's other son, his family line, it says the coastland peoples of the Gentiles... So Gentiles is like, you've heard that, have you heard that word before? Yeah. It's like non-Jews. Yes. Right? So this is the first time I've seen this yet. I haven't seen this delineation anywhere before. Interesting. This is Genesis chapter 10. And it says, "The, The peoples of the Gentiles were separated into their lands according to their lands, everyone according to his language, according to their families, into their nations. So it's like this very broad and not at all specific. His family line was just separated across this way by language. But you ha- we haven't even seen where the Bible describes languages. Because right. there's an actual story that goes along with where languages come from. And it's... we're going to get there today. <laughs> okay, so does... Does that story happen after? Yeah, it happens just a couple, I think in, oh yeah, in the very next but like chapter. like in the timeline of the world, it, it happens after, like chronologically. I, I, I don't know where, like it doesn't. There's no like dates or anything. Right. It's just. Right. Not, so in chapter specific. 10, it says, uh, it describes a separation of languages, but it's not till chapter 11 and that we see where the separation of languages took place so i don't know where it happened you know it's just the organization is very strange Mm -hmm. the storytelling in the bible um and then you see (laughs) i had to make a note because you see that the last part of that that very repetitive part according to their languages Mm -hmm. by their nation it's repeated over and over like at the end of every little chunk of passage like repeat it over and over again should the bible just be like 60 pages right if you would take out all of the random repetition (laughs) was that book really repetitive no it was really really short it was like a short story and then they turned it into like a long long movie that's the best way to i feel like short stories are good for movies because you can put it all in there oh i also wanted to note that you kind of get (laughs) some very rough boundaries like ge- geographical boundaries of these places, like east, this this tribe or p- family had this land to such and such landmark, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. That's interesting. <laughs> and then um, 
in verse 32, it, it specifically notes, and from these, the nations were divided on the earth after the flood. So everything is coming from Noah after the flood. Does it say uh, like what year this is or anything? No. Okay, it just Mm-mm. happened. Mm-hmm. So chapter 11, since we were just talking about the language thing. So wait, does, when, when, when do we start getting dates? That's actually a good question because I think dates were assigned much later to this stuff. Okay. Um, like, oh, looking back at where this was found, such and such, the language yeah. and all this. Because I don't think I remember any specific date yeah. references. There's like all those annotated Bibles that say stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is from such and such. We know from this and that. Whatever. So anyway, so chapter 11 um, is where <laughs> we see where languages come from. It's a very fun little brief story <laughs> uh, called the Tower of Babel. So this is a very famous Bible story. I've, I've heard the title, but I, I'm not, I don't know what so it's about. So fun. So chapter 11, verse 1, it says everybody is speaking the same language. Makes that note. Anybody that's alive is... We're all communicating the same language. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Then the story goes on to say that as people journeyed from the east and said to each other, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly, it says. (laughs) And then in verse four, the people are saying to each other, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. So these people are like, we're going to build a dope-ass, big-ass tower to the heavens. It's going to be so cool. So in verse 5, it says that the Lord came down. So I guess he's walking around. He's taking a look. He wanted to check out this tower. Mm -hmm. And in verse 6, he says, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) this is like really what it says he's god is he's saying wow these people are working together and communicating well they're going to be able to accomplish whatever they want but apparently to him that's a bad thing so (laughs) in verses seven through nine he says let's go down and confuse their language that's rude (laughs) yeah so they can't understand each other and they and then it says the lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of the earth and they ceased building the city so they were like we can't work together anymore because we can't understand each other and the lord spread them out all over the place okay i have a new theory about god yeah god is just satan playing (laughs) a joke on christians and God is just like somewhere else he's on just vacation. He's a fucking dick. No, there is no God. It's Satan, oh. and he's just like he just created this just to just mate, just to have mayhem. Yeah. There's no God is such a fucking asshole. Yeah. I kind of I kind of see it how I said it like because it seems like he's just such an like either way God is letting all this shit happen to people. So to me, it's like, I feel like God is just on vacation and he doesn't give a shit that Satan is doing all the shit. Probably. You know, like, because he just doesn't care. He's just, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and then God says, therefore, its name is called Babel. 
the city or the tower or whatever because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth. So that's where languages come from. God just decided, boom, you guys can't understand each other anymore. <laughs> Nerdiest reference. There's like this thing called Babel to do some stuff with JavaScript, the language <laughs> that makes sense now. The name. I get oh. it. I get it. Look at you. Making connections. <laughs> so yeah, that's a what the fuck kind of a story. Yeah. So Abraham's story gets started a little bit later in verse 26. This is still chapter 11. Um, so Abraham pops up in the middle of Shem's descendants. <laughs> okay. Uh, in verse 27, we find out about Terah, who's Shem's great, 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 whatever, grandson. And he's Abram's father. So Abram is how he's referred to for quite some time. His name gets changed to Abraham later. And he's a very, very, very big Bible character. So that's it's a whole story, his name change. So we'll get there. So Terah had two other sons. And one was Haran, who is Lot's father. Okay. Uh, so Abram is Lot's uncle, essentially. So we'll come back to that. Okay. So in verse 29, we learn that Abram's wife is Sarai, and her name gets changed later as well. The whole story. Um, And in verse 30, it's noted specifically that she is barren. She can't have children. It's like, you, here she is. This is what you need to know about her. She can't have kids. Only reason to note her (laughs) in the Bible. But that's a whole other story, too, so we'll get there. So in verse 31, Tara takes Abram, his wife, and Lot. They all go down to this area called Haran. So in verse 1 and 3, 1 through 3 in chapter 12, God basically tells Abram, you gotta go. Just get up, take all your, well, he just says get up and go away from your family to a land I'm gonna show you. I do want to note that we get so much of this guy Abram's story because he there's so many stories about him in the Old Testament and he's supposedly in Jesus's lineage you know like well it would be his mother Mary's lineage okay so not because he's just popped out of nowhere right (laughs) so and it was like it's like a big deal to be in Jesus's lineage because that means you're special you know, hmm. so he's one of those people, supposedly also King David, like David and Goliath, that guy too, supposedly, I think. But yeah, I'm pretty sure they're all related. You're going to have to tell me that story because I don't, I don't really sure. know it either. I just remember there was a giant. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're definitely going to get to David for sure. <laughs> so God tells Abram, you got to go. I'll show you where to go. <laughs> and he tells Abram, you're going to be real blessed. Just super blessed. Good things are coming your way. Yes, your name will be made great, he says. (laughs) And he goes as far as to say that God will bless people who bless Abram and he'll curse people who curse Abram. So Abram is the special guy to God for whatever reason. In verses four and five, Abram, at age 75, it says... uh, does what God said, sort of. (laughs) 
because he takes his whole family with him. Mm -hmm. And, and he takes Lot and he takes all their possessions. And it also says all the people they had acquired. Ooh. So do the math on that one. That sounds like slavery. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) They go through an area called Canaan to Shechem. (laughs) And they had to make note of this specific reference because it says as far as the terebinth tree of moray and i was like that's some lord of the Rings sounded shit right there whoa and you see that terebinth tree of such and such you see it a couple more times it's very strange i guess that's significant that kind of tree. tree i don't know maybe that type of tree but whatever in verse seven uh, the Lord appears, says he appears to Abram. So he's taking some form that Abram can see. Doesn't say why, just says he appears. Mm-hmm. And tells him that the land, this land where he's at, will belong to him and his descendants. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of like, okay. <laughs> Thank you for letting me know. Like, do I get a deed or, you know, something different? You know, no. it's just very strange. God just says so. Yeah. So Abram builds an altar to the Lord. And it says again, the Lord who had appeared to him. It's like, yes, we know the appeared to Just over and over. It's so strange. Then there's this really weird story about Abram going down to Egypt. In chapter 12, verse 10, we find out, uh-oh, there's a famine. So Abram decides, we're going to go to Egypt. I guess it was a little more, they had more resources, probably, bigger city. So they go to Egypt. In verses 11 through 13, it says, as they approach Egypt, Abram, you know, takes his wife aside and he goes, we're just going to say you're my sister because you're kind of a hot lady And the Egyptians, when they see you, they're going to be like, oh, shit, this lady's hot. We want her. But if they think you're my wife, they're just going to kill me. But if you're my sister, then they'll probably, like, let me be okay. Okay. Makes sense. Sure. So just, he goes, just say you're my sister, you'll really be helping me out. Do me solid. What the fuck? Very strange. (laughs) And it plays out really creepy. (laughs) Uh, In verses 14 through 16, some princes in Egypt tell Pharaoh, hey, this new lady in town is fucking hot. And it says, the woman was taken to Pharaoh's house. Doesn't give any details. Just said she was taken there. And it was great for Abram because Pharaoh gave him all kinds of goodies, livestock, servants, it says. He needed more. Mm-hmm. He, he hadn't acquired enough people. But wait, it gets worse. In verse 17, the Lord plagues Pharaoh's house because he's sleeping with Abram's wife. Obviously. In verses 18 and 19, Pharaoh comes to Abraham, Abram and is like, excuse me, I'm being plagued now? Why didn't you tell me that she... Was your wife. How did he find out? Because he's being plagued. And I guess in some... He just magically knew that that... I don't know if 
she told him because mm. it was, I don't know, it doesn't say, but he somehow found out. And he's like, why didn't you tell me? Why did you say she was your sister? I was, you know, I could have married her. Like, why, why would you do that? And he says to Abram, here's your wife. Take her and go away. <laughs> Take Just her like, and get on out of get here. Get this bitch out of here. And uh, in verse 20, Pharaoh's men make sure Abram and all his shit get the fuck out of Egypt. Super strange story. So it's like this guy that the Lord loves does this fucking weird ass thing with his wife, just kind of pimps his wife out yeah. so he doesn't get killed. And for the, no and, reason. Yeah, and the Lord gets mad at Pharaoh who had no idea this was happening. But what is even the point of that story? Right? Just skip over that part. Right. It's so like what So anyway, chapter 13, Abram by now is hella rich. He already had a bunch of shit and then Pharaoh gave him a bunch of shit. Mhm. And so he and his wife and Lot, they all leave Egypt. They're going south, it says. Uh, but at a certain point, the land where they were at, the, where they had settled, couldn't support Abram and all Lot's shit. Because they both had become very rich and all this time. So they decided that Lot would go east. Uh, and he ended up near Sodom. And Sodom comes from Sodom and Gomorrah. We're going to get there in just mm-hmm. a minute. In verse 17, it says, right after it says, okay, so Lot goes to Sodom where the men were exceedingly wicked and sinful against the Lord. So Lot goes to that area. (laughs) And Abram goes to Canaan, specifically to the spot near Bethel where he had built the altar before. Mm -hmm. After they separated, (laughs) Abram basically has this, another big Lion King moment with the Lord, where the Lord's like, hey, Look, he really says, look all around you. All this shit is going to be yours. <laughs> Just like, it's like, what is this story? What is this? Mufasa. Um, and it says it would belong to him and his descendants forever. It says. It says forever in the Bible. <laughs> God further says that Abram will have so many descendants that they will essentially be too many to number. Like the dust of the earth. They're going to be that numerous. You just couldn't even count them. (laughs) So, yes. (laughs) In verse 18, it says, Then Abram moved his tent and went and dwelt by the terebinth trees of Mamre. (laughs) So a different terebinth tree area. (laughs) And built another altar to the Lord there. And so then... We take a detour from Abraham. We go over to Lot. We're going to get to Lot right now. Okay. In chapter 14, so this is still Genesis, there's a big battle going on. Just out of nowhere. Super fun. Big battle. Lots of different kings from wherever are involved. In verse 8, the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, and some other kings join in this battle. Oh, I didn't realize that they were cities. I thought that they were people. Mm. No, cities. Mm. Um, in verse 10, the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah flee to the mountains. They take all the goods from their cities, including Lot, because remember, he was over in the Sodom area. And they took Lot and all of Lot's shit with them. Mm-hmm. Some dude who was taken along with Lot happened to be allies with Abram. 
he escaped somehow, goes and tells Abram, hey, your nephew got snatched. Abram (laughs) and his 318 trained servants who were born in his own house, it says. 318 servants. Seems like a few too many. A lot. Abram and all those servants pursued and attacked them, eventually rescuing rescuing everyone. Hooray. Wonderful. So (laughs) then Abram has a chat with this guy, King Melchizedek. What a name. That is a name. Mm -hmm. Who's also a priest. Where is he from? No idea. It just like brings up his name. It also says that he's a priest. So, okay. Um, King Melchizedek blesses Abram and gives him a tithe of all. Tithe, excuse me, a tithe of all. I don't think that I would want a a blessing from King King Melchizedek. (laughs) Melt cheesy dick. (laughs) Girls. (laughs) So he blesses Abram and gives him a tithe of all. Whatever that means. So a por- some portion of whatever. Uh, the king of Sodom offers to give Abram all of his goods if he can have all of Abram's servants. So he's like, let's just do a swap. I'll give you all my shit. I just want all your people. Huh. And Abram is not having it. <laughs> he says he already swore to God that he would take nothing from a thread to a sandal strap. He wouldn't take anything of theirs. Lest they come back and say, oh, I'm part of why Abram is wealthy. He was like that narcissistic of an asshole. Like, I don't, I don't even need to take your shit because I'm already hella rich. And I don't need you going around and telling anybody that you made me rich. What the fuck? <laughs> but he also didn't have any issue taking all that shit from Pharaoh. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> but what happened to Lot? We're getting there. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, we zip ahead to Genesis chapter 18. Um, Abram doesn't leave quite yet. He sets up Lot's story. So it's kind of like the preface to what happens to Lot. Okay. In chapter 18, verse 23, Abram basically just starts bartering with the Lord, who had already decided that he was going to check out and or wipe out Sodom and Gomorrah because they were wicked Horrible people over there. (laughs) Just had a wicked reputation. So Abram knew that God was going to check it out and he starts bartering with God. He's like, I mean, you're not going to just, there's good people there too. You're not just going to wipe out all the good people along with the bad people, right? Like, you're nice. Sure, right? There's this whole back and forth between Abram and God where Abram starts by saying, okay, if there's... 50 people that are good people in those cities. Will you spare, you know, spare the city? And God's like, okay. And then Abram's like, but okay, how about if there's like only 45? And um, then he asks, what if there's 40? How about 30? How about 20? How about 10? You just get, And it's like, why is this in the Bible? Why are they having this conversation? Why does God need to? It's like, if you... You know everything, mm-hmm. so you know what your ultimate decision is going to be. Why even have this conversation with this person? What the fuck? Well, I mean, if you remember, God made us in his image, and we're very flawed, so it makes sense that he is also <laughs> <Yes>. very flawed. 
By the way, it does say that this is a face-to-face conversation between Abram and the Lord. Interesting. Whatever that means. Um, in verse 33, God agrees, ultimately, after this whole bartering thing, he agrees to spare the whole city if he can find at least 10 righteous people in it. No specifications of what that means, just if I can find 10, righteous. it's cool. Yeah. So, Sodom and Gomorrah. Here we go. (laughs) Two angels. This is Genesis chapter 19. Two angels come into Sodom in the evening. Evening, excuse me. Lot is sitting in the gate of Sodom, it says. When he saw them, he gets up, he greets them, and he's, you know, hey, come over. You can spend the night at my house and wash your feet. (laughs) Then you can, you know, you can get up in the morning, you can be on your way. Mm Mm-hmm. And they, the angels say, no, we're just going to spend the night in the open square. We just want to be out in the, we're camping. <laughs> and Lot insists in verse three, he insisted strongly, it says. So they, they go into Lot's house. He makes them a feast. He bakes them some bread. They eat. In verse four, before they lay down, the men of the city of Sodom, it says both young and old, all the people from every quarter surrounded the house. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> and they called to Lot and said to him, we're the men who came in here. Uh, bring them out here. We want to have sex with them. That's what it says. <laughs> it says, bring them out to us that we may know them carnally, is what it says, which is that we want to have sex with them. All the people came out, somehow found out about these angels that came through. Okay. Yeah. So, you'll never guess what Lot says. (laughs) He goes out through the doorway. He shuts the door. And he goes, you guys, come on. I have two virgin daughters. Why don't you just take them? Oh. He says you can do with them whatever you want. No. Mm -hmm. Uh, Only do nothing to these men. Since this is the reason they have come under the shadow of my roof. No, no obligation to keep his daughters safe. But he's got to keep these dudes that just rolled into town 20 minutes ago. Cool. Fuck. Yeah. So the people are like, stand back. The people are mad. They're mad that Lot is resisting. They want to get to these guys. They pressed hard against Lot and they're trying to break down the door. Like, they're serious. Mm-hmm. The angels reached out, pulled Lot into the house somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they struck the men in the doorway with blindness. So they couldn't, they couldn't see. They Magical couldn't find angels. the door. Yeah. The men say it a lot. Is anybody, do you have any other people in your family? <laughs> um, you gotta go. You know, call whoever, <laughs> but you gotta go. Then it says, we will destroy this place. So I guess God delegated that task to the angels. He didn't even want to go check it out himself. Yeah, he just sent the angels. It says, because the outcry against them has grown great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. So in verse 14, Lot goes to his sons-in-law, who had married his daughters. (laughs) Duh. It says, um, get up, go. God's going to destroy the city. But his sons-in-law thought he was joking then in verse 15 
it's morning. The angels are like, you got to go. You got to hurry. Um, get your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. It's heavy shit. Mm-hmm. It says, while he lingered, the Lord took, or excuse me, the men, the angels, took hold of his hand, his wife's hand, and the hands of his two daughters. I guess, that, is that enough hands? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> um, Lord, being merciful to him, to Lot, and they brought him out and set him outside the city. So they just dragged him out of there. <laughs> Came to pass when they brought him outside, uh, Lot said, I don't know, they said, escape for your life. Don't look behind you or stay anywhere in the plain. Go to the mountains lest you be destroyed. This is really funny. <laughs> in verse 18, Lot's like, please don't make me go to the mountains lest some evil overtake me and I die. Can I just go to this city that's over here? Is that okay? Let me escape. Let me go over there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, fine. You can go over there. But but you got to go now, <laughs> basically. Um... In verse 23, the sun had risen when Lot got to this city and the Lord rained brimstone and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah from the heavens. Deep shit. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Overthrew the cities, all the plain, all the inhabitants of the cities and what grew on the ground. Everything's gone. It's wiped out. Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, he said not to look back. (laughs) should have listened. But, like, what is strange, isn't it? It makes me think of, like, Greek mythology. You know, like... Yeah. Turn into salt. Well, I'm not really sure what the significance of a pillar of salt would be. I don't know. Okay, so then... it's We go back to Abraham in verse 27. He's, like, kind of looking over towards Sodom and Gomorrah. Is he Abraham at this point, or is he still Abram? Oh, that's actually so weird. Oh, yes. Here, he's Abraham. We'll talk about his name change next week. Okay. But, yeah, here he's Abraham. But okay. He's looking at Sodom and Gomorrah. He sees the smoke <laughs> coming up. And it says, when God destroyed the cities of the plain, he remembered Abraham. Like, how does he keep forgetting these people that are, like, his favorite people? There's not that many people on the earth yet. <laughs> How are you forgetting them all the time? I mean, when I play The Sims, like, I'd make multiple families and forget about the old ones. So I guess it makes sense. I get it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. The last little bit. Real fucked up. Nice fucked up way to end this story today. (laughs) It turns out after Lot had begged to go into the city, he got too scared to stay in the city and he went up in the mountains anyway. Because he's a fucking idiot. (laughs) So it's him and his two daughters, since his wife turned into fucking salt. Right. So it's just him and them, those two daughters. The older daughter says, okay, our dad is old. There's no other men here. Let's get dad drunk and I'll fuck him. Ew. Yeah. So that's what they do. They get him drunk. The older daughter goes in. Blah, blah, blah. I don't like this story. Yeah. So the next day, the first, the older daughter's like, so I did it. <laughs> It's cool. We're going to get him drunk again tonight. And now you're going to have sex with him. Yeah. Because they want to preserve the lineage of of their father. That's so gross. Yeah. So they did it. Got him drunk again. The younger one. Blah, blah, blah. So they both got pregnant from just that once. (laughs) 
Um, the older daughter had a son named Moab. <laughs> nice, cute name. And the younger daughter had a son called Benami, who is <laughs> who is the father of the people of Amman to this day. <laughs> Sorry, Amman. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say that one because I thought it was so funny. Oh my god. Um, So yeah, that's the first little bit of Abraham. Nice, fun, little juicy things there. And then that's Lot's story. Yeah, that's really disgusting. Yeah. And also, that to me is the number one story in the Old Testament where I'm like, why did you leave this in here? This part about his daughters. What What are we learning from that? What is anybody gaining from having... What is that? <laughs> I could not tell you what lesson is supposed to be I don't understand that. it. It's bizarre. Nobody was like... Um. I accidentally white it out. However you do that on like parchment. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oops, I spelled ink on here. <laughs> I just don't get it. I almost wish that I didn't know that. <laughs> Actually, I do wish I didn't know that. <laughs> I wish I didn't know that, too. So why did you share it with me, and now we're sharing it with the world? We're sharing it with everybody. With the world being the five people that are listening. Right. You know, it could be six, Laura. Probably. Give us some credit. It could be yeah. six people. Yeah. Anyway, um, any any closing thoughts? Any? No, I just I need to go cleanse my mind. <laughs> Some some more thirty rounds. Really rock. disgusting. Yeah, it's it's gross. All right, it's gnarly. All right. Any oh, high Bowl podcast. Oh yeah. Didn't you stop recording? No. Oh. <laughs> On all the things. Yeah. You know the Facebook things and the Instagram things and the Twitter things. Everywhere everything is. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>